Well, hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Rate the Record podcast, the second episode. That's right. We survived the inaugural first one. So we felt it necessary to make a two. Well, not even that we felt it necessary. We just have to keep going because this is something we want to do for a long time. There were a lot of fan requests as well. So, I mean, why not, right? Yeah, I mean, we have to live up to those eventually. And we will. Don't don't you worry about that. But you are here with Chris and... Savannah. Exactly the same people who were here last week. That's right. You can't replace us. But before we go any further, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, just do us a favor. Hit the like and subscribe buttons. Those are fantastic. It helps support the channel. And not only that, but at the point of recording this, we are still in this phase of needing our custom URL for YouTube. So right now, it's just a bunch of random letters and numbers. Help us get to 100 subscribers and claim the name. Yes. Uh, that'd be fantastic. But also subscribe because, you know, the channel is going to be great. And we're the best. But I mean, I digress. I digress. And so what we do on this podcast, if you weren't here last week, well, maybe you should go catch up. That was Pearl Jam's 10 last week. What we do is we pick a record, mostly at random, maybe ones we like. Maybe there's a special occasion. We talk about the album. We rank the songs. And, of course, drum roll, rate the record. Woo. That's all we ever do around here. But before we get any deeper into that, uh, we like to give a little disclaimer at the beginning of each episode because we want to make sure we're all on the same level. So, Savannah, if you would, please. The following thoughts and opinions we're going to discuss on Rate the Record regarding this album are strictly of our own personal interests. We are not professional music reviewers. We are simply two friends having fun, discussing, and listening to music. We encourage respectful discussion and friendly bander friendly banter of each episode, <laughs> but we do not condone and will not tolerate bullying or belligerence based on the opinions of ourselves or others. This podcast is a casual and for fun project, and you're welcome to take what we say regarding the albums we rate with a grain of salt. Exactly. I always do these little actions while you're saying them, too. So <laughs> none are mimicking you, but I'm pretty sure if you watch the last episode, you'll see. Oh, yeah. You're just sitting there and yap, yap, yap. Go, get on. Well, actually, I'm doing, I'm doing things like thumbs up. Point the camera, like, hey, look. And then when you say we don't t- tolerate bullying, I'm just like, no, uh, no, no. Yep. Yeah, heck no. I, I'm, I'm just the visual entertainment while you're reading the important disclaimers. <laughs> But anyways, you've seen the title of today's episode, and we've also kind of like, uh, we do like little spoilers on Fridays now for which episodes are coming up on our socials, but we'll get to that later. But the album today is You Won't Get What You Want by Daughters. What an album to get into. I was so, so this is the first album that one of us have chosen personally. 10 was an anniversary thing. We both like that album, so we just put that in as one. But this, now we're kind of getting into the phase of each of us choose one album and we'll do it. So I was able to choose the first album and I chose one that I knew would be potentially difficult. (laughs) I had never heard, I've never heard it or of it before. So this is exciting. Yeah. And I'm very curious to know what you think about it. Cause I was just telling you off camera too, like this isn't an album that you just like wake up and put on this like you you have to be in a mood for this album like you can't just randomly throw this on especially on like a quiet or calm day like it just you got to be ready for it oh yeah. yeah and now you know that now that you've heard the album you know what i'm talking about so let's talk about the album a little bit actually while we're on the subject of this album for the entire episode yes 
So Daughters, You Won't Get What You Want. Daughters is a band from Providence, Rhode Island, formed in 2002. The current lineup is mostly made up of all the originals. Alexis Marshall, the singer, Nicholas Sadler, Samuel Walker, and John Severson. I believe the last name is pronounced Severson. That seems about right. Uh, They have four albums under their belts, but today's album, obviously You Won't Get What You Want, is their latest release from October 2018. It's their first album in eight and a half years. This album was seen as a departure from the band's previous works that were more heavily influenced through the grindcore and mathcore subgenres of the early to mid-2000s, and brought on a darker and noisier and industrial experimental type sound, which really drew me to this album, actually, to be honest. I like industrial rock, what can I say? Uh, The album was hailed by critics as not only one of the band's best albums, but one of the best albums of 2018. Rolling Stone even placed it at number two on their top 20 best metal albums of 2018. I didn't know that. The album was also praised by outlets such as Loudwire, Exclaim, and Pop Matters, and more. Pop Matters is a weird one to uh, really praise an album like this. (laughs) So the album was released through Ipecac Recordings and was recorded at Machines with Magnetic. Magnet Studio in Pawtucket, Rhode Island in early to mid-2018. It produced three singles, Long Road No Turns, Satan in the Wait, and The Reason They Hate Me. Great titles. Even better songs. Oh, yeah. I I think it's uh, I think it's funny that those are the singles that's definitely uh, the, the most I don't know, radio-friendly out of the many radio-friendly songs on this album. Oh, completely... Uh, <laughs> consumable album right here by just any generic listener yes oh yeah i mean i have my ideas of what i thought the singles were going to be like i'm pretty sure you did too after listening through like you would imagine which ones you'd hear on the radio and no those weren't the ones although one of them i got right for sure though so anyways i think it's time that we dive into this album and we discuss it a little bit and by a little bit it's probably going to take up the majority of the episode yep yep (laughs) because that's kind of the point of it so the very first track city song what an absolutely strong but disorienting opening to the album it's it gets it throws you off because it's more or less quieter in the beginning beginning and then gets absolutely ballistic like i'm very curious to know what you have to say about it i heard it the first time and thought the hell am i listening to and it just kind of put me in like a i don't i don't know i don't want to say like a reflective mood but it was like i'm sitting on the train listening to it looking out the window and i'm just like i i i can't even i can't even explain my thoughts or even begin <laughs> to articulate them but it was just like a uh i recognized my own existence it was very strange actually it's funny that you mentioned that i do have a note about this song too let's see i've only got a very small amount of notes for each song I'm looking through my notes, and one of the main points I have for that specific thing of, like, reflection and everything like that is the lethargic vocals coupled with the anxious and almost tortured wails really puts you in the middle of this chaos. Like, you know, having the focal point uh, really immerses you. So, like, it just kind of stands out and puts you in the middle of all this noise and just really is like a heavy, heavy panic attack type feeling. Oh, yeah. I would say the word chaos is definitely going to come up more than a few times during this review. Um, I I definitely felt sort of anxious and like anticipatory waiting between the hard drum hits at the beginning when they stop 
and then they start again, but they don't start when I think they're going to start. So it kind of like puts me at that uneasy feeling. Yeah. I think one of my favorite things about the song is just how messy and crunchy it is. And by that, I mean, like, the distortion on literally everything. It makes it sound like when they were producing it in the studio, like, the audio just clipped, like, insane, but they left it in. But obviously, yeah. this was a strategic thing, so it's not like they just went in amateur. But I don't know. I, I like stuff like this. I love stuff that keeps you on your toes. And, like, this song just as a beginning to the album is absolutely insane. It is pretty accurate for what is to come. <laughs> yeah, because we uh, there's quite there's quite a few intense tracks. There's a, f- a few breathing points, but we're obviously going to get into that. But we'll get into the next song now. On that, the first single for the album, "Long Road No Turns." How do you feel about this track? I like this one. Um, the more I listen to the song, the more I kind of caught the groove and the way that it was kind of where it was kind of going. So it was easier to sort of mentally follow and it didn't seem as jarring. Um, but I did feel the kind of um, the feeling of being in a video game and approaching like the big boss's castle. And then at the end of the song is like when you end up at the door and it's just like you're you haven't entered in, but it's just sort of you're right there. Yeah, I, I can definitely understand that feeling. <laughs> like, because one of the first things I thought going into this is just like how the absolutely, absolutely deranged instrumental composition is actually really exciting. Yeah. Because again, like coming from a song like City Song, which is just like this really mucky, march, menacing type beat, a lot of M words there. <laughs> but then we get into this one and it definitely picks up and like, yeah, just. You're not used to this kind of composition in a track, especially if you don't listen to music like this. Yeah. So the first time you hear it, you're going to feel a whole bunch of things. Like, first off, probably what the hell. Yeah. But then depending on what you like, you might start getting into it. I personally found it exciting because I like this kind of stuff. And another thing, too, is like... you'll We notice with like um, Alexis Marshall, the singer, throughout the entire album, like... I have a note here that says just certain bands have vocalists and vocal styles that just seem to suit the music. And I couldn't imagine anyone else doing this music like singer wise. I really like the, the sort of melodic talking it it's sort of, um, what did did I write? Uh, desperate and sort of anxious feeling, but not in a sad, depressed way, but in just sort of a pleading, listen to me, please way. And it, yeah. it kind of gave, pushed the the song forward that way. It's its own version of like spoken word poetry, but it's not not always spoken. It gets pretty aggressive at times. But yeah, like it's he has that style. Like I find more often than not on this album that he's not singing. More yeah. or less, it's just yeah, it is that that spoken word style, which is fine because I kind of like it. It, it feels like it tells a better story that way than just potentially singing a song. Yeah, it's sort of like it does drive the the point home because it's like I don't know. It feels more communicative than listening to a song in passing. It's like speaking directly to you, like listen to me. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I'll say, though, is I I felt this song dragged on a little longer than it probably had to. Mm. Um, Because towards the end, it just got started getting like 
really repetitive with like it didn't really change too much throughout the song like sound wise like nothing really stood out too much except for maybe like I think the bass finally kicks in like with a lower tone around the three minute mark which that part I was like oh that's cool like it really fills out the sound nicely but other than that like I don't know it, it felt really repetitive all the way through so it probably didn't need to be as long as it was yeah I understand that I, I did not feel the same way, but I did feel that way about a different song. So we'll get to that. Yeah, we absolutely will. And I not only that, but like, even last week with Pearl Jam, we had those differing ideas like where I said, oh, this goes on a little too long. But you're like, oh, I like this, though. Yeah, it didn't go on long enough. Please, five more minutes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're cutting it down. Done. All right, on to track three now. Uh, I believe this is probably one of the more popular tracks by fans' accounts anyways off the album, Satan in the Wait. Mm-hmm. Interesting name to say. you got to say that slowly to say it properly. Now, I'll say, like, the very first thing you hear in this song are, like, the those evil, wailing guitars that just kind of just go throughout most of the track, actually. They just kind of fade into the background, but then that distorted bass kicks in, the constantly sliding distorted bass. Yeah. This is pro- one of the better riffs on the entire album. Just It sounds so cool. I love it so much. I, I felt that it, it sort of gave me this creepy vibe with the jangly high notes at the beginning, and... It, it kind of reminded me of just like a like a cold fall night where it's just like the winds howling and everything's creepy and i like how the drums and like the floor toms just kind of add like a a huge space to it so it feels sort of creepy and empty i don't know no i get that because actually one of the notes i have here is like that there is a heavy reliance on the tom drums uh-huh. but it adds so much to the atmosphere of the song yeah it, it it keeps it as menacing as it should be it doesn't go too crazy with it because also too this song has a very it's not that it's a generic structure but it follows more of the generic structure as i said last week to people who don't know like the whole a b a b c c type thing of structuring your songs this one had one of the more typical structures but it's also done in a very unique way i especially love like the guitars and the chorus and stuff like that like the clean i don't even know how to describe it they're clean guitars but just like the the tone is insane i love whatever it is i don't know if it's piano synth guitar but yeah i know i really enjoy it like in the way it was it sounds the way it's written fantastic yeah i i liked how i guess lack of other term how creepy it sounded and about four and a half minutes in when you have that sort of steady beat of the drums it's i felt like i wanted to run or my heart just wanted to beat faster to kind of match it so it definitely gave me some uh some physical feelings as well that's 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 what a lot of people or even the band itself uh like with black sabbath the song black sabbath that's the same feeling people have said like how you know it's about approaching the devil and having him confront you so like it's very quiet and then it gets like really heavy in the course but then the end of the song gets a little quicker because it's like satan's chasing you at this point so it gives you that physical reaction of like wow this feels like an actual thing happening yeah, I like that. It's not something that I experience often, but when I do, I definitely take notice of it. Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, and again, with this one, uh, with the repetition towards the end, again, like I, I get nitpicky about this because I like repetition done in certain ways. I'm just, again, picky. Um, it could Two things could have happened with this song. Um, 
either the end could have been like a minute less, for example, mm-hmm. or maybe change up the song a little bit in the final couple of minutes, like change keys, uh, change style of riff or something like that. Like uh, you could have done something else, but I still like the song, but it just it went on too long in that sense or regard. Yeah, it's like the outro is longer than the actual sort of song itself, right? Yeah. But again, depending on how it's done, it, it might be okay, though. Like, I'm good with, like, long outros if they're used properly. And maybe one day when we're on topic, I'll I'll talk about a certain one that I really like. But yeah. we're talking about Daughters right now, so we'll just keep <laughs> going. <laughs> this is how I have to stop from uh, derail and catch myself immediately. Same with the very fast talking. I hope I'm doing better this time. <laughs> Okay, speaking of being very fast, uh, the next song, The Flammable Man. This I like one, it. Yeah, this one's kind of like... <laughs> sh- I figured you would, because I remember I remember last week you said you like the, the faster tracks and everything like that, and just like yeah. suits you a little better. I think this song managed to do a lot in its short runtime. Because like, I think it's, yeah, it's under three minutes. I can't remember how, exactly how long, but there's a lot going on and there is a lot of changes in the song too. So that's what just makes it so appreciated. I found that it kind of lost me with the change in the middle, but it kind of brought me back at the end when they sort of revisited the beginning and it just sort of kind of flowed again. Um, but at the beginning, as soon as it starts, it just reminds me of all of the thoughts and chaos that happens in my head. And so I'm listening to it and I'm like, oh, this is this is fine. I can listen to this because I feel like there's always so much going on in my head that when I hear it externally, I'm like, oh, I can relate to that. This this is cool. I like oh, it's that. so nice to finally be home. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's so loud. Because, yeah, if you if you compare it to, like, the previous track, Satan in the Way, that, that was considerably a tamer track. Yeah. Uh, but then this one, yeah, just snaps you right back into this very chaotic, dark reality. <laughs> because it pulls no punches. The second the song kicks off, it's immediately at a blistering pace. There, there is no room for relaxing. You're walking on nails at that point, and you're trying to run across these nails. Like, that's pretty much what it feels like to me. Yeah, and I from my recollection it's this song that doesn't lead up to anything as as soon as it starts everything starts at once and it's just just right there it's there to remind you that you're in hell (laughs) (laughs) and with a name like the flammable man i'm just (laughs) that's a perfect it's a perfect comparison i suppose it fits it really does but speaking of hell, let's go to heaven for a minute because the next song, The Lord's Song, appropriate song for this album, I suppose, if you want to put it in those terms. <laughs> um, I, I feel like it has really straightforward composition, but it really works for what it is. I know I say that a lot, but I mean, it is true for this track, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I found that it it was more of an organized chaos where it was easier for me to follow along on the journey rather than kind of dipping in and out going, Oh, okay. I I see what they're trying to do here. Oh, okay. What the hell is going on? Okay. I see what they're doing. This whole one is like, okay, you're, I'm with you the whole time. So I like that. Mm -hmm. And the, uh, the vocals sound desperately eager, not pleading like the other one, but, sort of I don't know a little more emotional in this one 
Yeah, Alexis and his style of like singing and writing, again, mostly spoken word, like many different songs bring up many different emotions, like in the way he presents it. I feel like this one was one of his more aggressive styles rather than like just played it playing out like either sad or too dark type thing like there was a lot of like snarling in this one yeah yeah um but it works well with his spoken word style so i do like that it didn't feel like it was out of place it didn't feel like he was trying too hard like it just it felt appropriate yeah and also too if you want to talk about like the sound and everything of the song uh I don't even, again, some of the sounds on this album I don't know how to describe, so I just literally have it written as, the crazy zipping sounding guitars in the last half <laughs> add some much needed dimension to the track, which, as soon as those guitars kicked in, like, I really, really started to enjoy the song more than I already did. Yeah. Only because, like, yeah, it added a little something more. It, it, as I said with previous tracks, it'd be better if you, like, added something, or maybe it was a minute less. This one, they added these guitars, and that, to me was perfect the way they did that like i loved it yeah i i got what sounds like an organ it makes it feel like a creepy video game that's all i was thinking video of it's just just sort of being in in that and it's sounding creepy but i don't i don't know like motivating yet creepy in a way i don't i don't know how to describe it accurately but made me feel a lot of things okay i can see it as being this weird motivational type thing but not in a way most people would be comfortable with yeah this is motivational in the way where you're trying to like lay down in bed and then suddenly someone's banging like pots and pans right above your face to try to get you out of bed that's what this whole album more or less feels like. And so, like, I could see why, like, yeah, like, it's motivating you to at least just get up type yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Not like, necessarily to do something positive, but just to get up. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's very forceful. All right, so let's go to the next song now, which is arguably probably the only real cool-down point of the entire album, yeah. Less Sex. Uh, so this this song, like most bands do, the, like even like the the heavier bands and everything like that, usually have like one song where you can just kind of sit down for a minute, collect yeah. your bearings, and then get back on the road. As I said last week, I think the, uh, Oceans with by Pearl Jam was the one last week I mentioned. Yeah, uh, Less Sex is the one this week that does that because what a very interesting and unique track to add to an album like this. Okay, so bear with me here. I can see this song in a musical. I can see I can see him singing it in an alleyway with people behind him going, mmm, and them snapping their fingers as they're walking yeah. down the alley. And that's that's the entire picture that I got from that. And I absolutely loved it. <laughs> well, now that you said that, we have to try to somehow insert this into Cats the Musical. <laughs> Just pick the worst one you can think of and then add this song to it. Yes. Make, make sure the snaps are synced, right? Exactly. Um, but yeah. Uh, the bass work on this one, like the, just the grooves and everything, like just carrying through the verses are so cool. Like it's so it's smooth like butter. And you can't really say that term too much about this album at all. Yeah. So the fact that I can say that, like understand, it really is smooth. <laughs> and it still manages to use like loud and unsettling noises, like in the chorus, for example. But like it feels fitting because it feels like it's telling an interesting story that way. Because the entire song was smooth, it'd probably get boring after a while. Yeah. So at least this still kind of keeps you into the mood and theme of the album itself. 
I definitely found the <clears throat> lyrics. I let it into my home and I gave it complete control. That just paints a picture, just those two lines. Like whatever you formulate in your head listening to that, that's probably it. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, there's, it just, you don't need anything else other than those two lines. You're like, okay, I see something. I like that. Yeah, I would wonder, like, obviously, I, I feel like it has a pretty straightforward intention in the lyrics. I would imagine that it's just, like, a big red flag type scenario. Yeah. But I would be curious to know what, like, a lot of other people take from that particular line or just the whole song in general. Because, I mean, the lyrics are pretty interesting. But, again, we don't really do lyrical breakdowns or anything. We'd be yeah. here forever. But, yeah, I'd, I'd be curious to know what people take away from a song like this. And I will say, because, again, got to be nitpicky. Uh when towards the end of the song when the riffs start to change uh i would have cut off the vocals a lot sooner because at some points like have him still singing the words or saying the words of the verse or whatever uh over top of the endings just kind of came became a little distracting yeah and i just feel like there was one too many layers at that point so i was like okay should have cut off just like the vocals at least a little further back would it have worked if they had cut some vocals in the center and then brought it back at the end? Or would you have just cut it off before the ending? I would have cut it off before the ending. Just let yeah. the instrumentals kind of like finish the track. It's, it was fine. But then, yeah, and it just felt a little too distracting. So I don't know. Other than that, I, I really dig this song. It was one of the first two tracks that I heard on this one. It actually, it was the second track I heard on this album for the very first time. Like yeah. when I first listened to this a few years ago. And just, yeah, great track. I like it. Yeah, yeah. It uh, It is not my least liked track, so I give it a thumbs up. Oh, that means it's already lower on your list, isn't it? Oh, no. <laughs> well, it's, it's not the end. I'm not giving anything away. True enough. Yeah, unlike last week when I completely spoiled Porch and saying it was like the bottom <laughs> of the list, this week I'm trying not to do that, actually, because I didn't really feel like there was a, too much of a weak entry on this album, so I wouldn't even know... When I was originally hearing this song, I'll tell you a little bit how difficult that was once we get to the actual song rankings. Yeah. But for now, we'll move on to the next song by Daughters. It's called Daughter. Daughter. uh, Not plural, singular. (laughs) So, like, this one was also, again, not necessarily tame, but tamer. Uh, It's nice to come into the song off of a song like Less Sex. And I, I love the cool riffs in the beginning. It gives me a lot of a lot of like a Mike Patton vibes. Like the very first thing I thought of as soon as the song started up was like uh, Tomahawk, like the band Tomahawk. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, which means I'm automatically going to like the song because I really like Tomahawk. <laughs> oh no, we're gonna have to do, do that album one day, maybe. <laughs> Only if you like and subscribe. Um, at the beginning of the song. Don't know what the what the instrument is. I cannot recollect it right now, but all I thought of was whales. So maybe it was a high pitch squealing. All I could think about were whales. <laughs> and then it sounded like scary ghosts in a castle. <laughs> I mean, hey, we all take away something from it, right? <laughs> the, the, the mental images in my head were uh, were like Super Super Mario World on the Super Nintendo when you're going into the ghost house and you have all these ghosts everywhere. So it's yeah, exactly. And I kind of felt sort of disoriented, like things were coming at me from every angle and and everything like that. So it it definitely uh, it was sort of a comeback from the last couple songs. Yeah, it is, and. 
like it still uses like its noise factor that it does in the other tracks too but Uh i feel like this one's like a palatable kind of noisy as like compared to some of the other tracks yeah um and i also think there's like a good use of atmospheric and industrial sounds in like the last third of the track like i i don't know it, it a lot was done well with the composition of this one and like even the ending it, it it sounds fantastic especially as it starts to settle down i literally have in parentheses here in my notes i fucking love that bass tone <laughs> <laughs> like and i even capitalized the f and fucking so you just just to show how much i really liked it really drive that home <laughs> it, it's fantastic bass tone i loved it i uh i think my only criticism i get which I'm noticing thus far is um, the repeated vocals or repeated lines at the end sort of mimicked songs that came before it. So I'm listening to it going, okay, what song is this? I thought I already heard this. So that I could have done without, but aside from that, all I was thinking about was Super Nintendo. And I apologize (laughs) for my brain. (laughs) Somebody out there, please keep a tally of how many video game references Savannah makes. Maybe I'll There'll just do so it. Many. I'll just do it in editing. <laughs> just have like a little ticker at the top of the screen. But if you're listening to the audio version, uh, maybe that'll entice you to go watch the YouTube version then. Don't you <laughs> oh, want to see our faces? <laughs> I mean, I did my makeup today. No, I didn't do anything. Sorry for everyone listening to audio. I am now voguing, so I apologize for <laughs> for not yeah. giving both of you what you need here. So yeah, there's like an awkward moment of silence where we're both just posing. <laughs> I don't know, my face looks a little flushed on camera and I don't even know why. It's getting like redder throughout the entire conversation. Yeah. I, I'm getting I'm getting uh, incredibly heated um, with how funny I think I am. So <laughs> that's, that's where we're at here. At least you have an excuse. I have zero reason. My room's a little warm, but it's also tiny and stuffy. So we'll see. Yep. <laughs> All right, so that's Daughter. So let's move on to the next track on the album. Uh, probably the... T- take this take this with a grain of salt like everything we say probably the poppiest song on the album by that I mean like by composition just how like catchy it is I guess yep. uh, it is the reason they hate me uh, I is- didn't hmm? no you first you first uh, okay because I was going to say this is the song that got me into the album in the first place I didn't realize it was a single and then as soon as you said it I was like that makes so much sense like, I like li- this song. quite literally, the first note I have is the song and the riffs that got me into this album in the first place. So there you go. Like, I that's I wanted to point that out because, like, I remember I am one of those uh, those chumps who I don't listen to everything Anthony Fantano says or like everything he gives a high rating. But it seemed like an album when I I watch his channel, and it seemed like an album that I would want to listen to. So I don't yeah. just listen to everything. He's like, oh, this is a 10. This is a 9. Like, if it seems interesting, I will check it out. Yeah. This was one of the albums, and I don't know how I came to the conclusion to not start at the first song. But the reason they hate me was the first song that came up. And so this is what got me into it in the first place. I see why I like this song. Um, I noted that I would have listened to this for 10 more minutes and I would have been fine. I'm not going to pretend like after I was done, I didn't listen to this song like <laughs> five more times. Just sitting here banging my head at my desk. I gave myself a headache at one point. There's a, there's a small musical drop at the very end of the like lyrics that end with like to, to be shown what to do. And it just oh. sort of like, it goes and then it drops. I, there's something about that that pleases me to the greatest degree. I don't know 
what it is. I wish that I was more musically inclined to describe it, but it's so pleasing to my ear. I know exactly what you're talking about. The way I've ever described it, it's like you're saying a lot and then you're taking that one second to go (gasps) to like keep going with the energy you know so that, that's like your big inhale moment and then boom energy comes right back yeah and actually on the note of that because that leads right into the courses i i adore i'm trying to use more words now i'm trying to i, I need like a thesaurus <laughs> i i absolutely adore the frantic choppy guitars in the course yeah it, it is so insane but like I don't know why I love it so much, but there's something about it that just like, yes, this needs to be here all the time. Because, I mean, like, the verses are like a slowed down version of it, more or less. And then the chorus is just like, like, I don't know. This song gets me so hyped and energetic. And like when that chorus hits, it's just game over at that point. I, I don't want to call it a disco beat because it's not quite, <laughs> but the constant snare and cymbal combo, just not missing a beat, just continuing on. I love it. I love that. Well, and that's why I, in the beginning I called it the, you know, quote unquote, poppiest song on the album. Yeah. Because it's either this or less sex, I would imagine, is the better radio tracks. Like if you were ever to play Dodgers on the radio, that these were one, this one or less sex would be the best tracks to play. Yeah, the, the definitely. Most, although this one would be a little harder to grasp for most people because it is still kind of noisy and chaotic in its own way. Like the riffs are like all like detuned type thing. I don't I don't even remember the the, tone, uh, the word I'm thinking of is called. It doesn't matter. Anyways, it just sounds crazy. <laughs> But yeah, great track. I absolutely adore listening to this one over and over and over again. Spoiler alert about song rankings. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go ahead and agree with you on that one. I, uh, <laughs> oh yeah. my God. Are we going to actually agree on this list? At I least doubt for, it. At, at least one song, though. I mean, like last week we were 0 for 11. <laughs> we're like completely opposite. <laughs> and so this week is 10 tracks. So we'll be 21 tracks in. If we're at least one for 21, that'd be fantastic. All right, so the reason they hate me, now we move on to Ocean Song. We are, Ocean's Last Week by Pearl Jam was a differing one, so this this is also like a differing type track, I think. Yes. And it just so happens to involve an ocean. So uh, <laughs> to me, um, this song does not sound like the ocean unless you're getting torn apart by a shark. <laughs> well, just even the, the way the, like, the lyrics are described, too. Like, again, not breaking down lyrics, but just like, it is told through the perspective of like one person and just like obviously not going well for them let's say that much yeah without getting too deep into it but i think this has like a really cool like bass and drum throughout the the verses which is really cool the uh the noisy guitar adds a nice touch to keep up with the kind of like tonal theme of the entire record mm-hmm. so i don't know this song had a lot of like interesting elements to it that kept it fresh and exciting I think I would have gotten tired of the scratching guitars if it wasn't placed directly after the last track where it's kind of going back to what we heard earlier in the album, but it's not constant track after track after track. It is broken up. So I think I could handle it a little bit more as if it was, or um, I could handle it a little more than if it was behind a track that sounded similar. Yeah, like on that note too, because I I did have it written here that like this would have made the better ending track for the album. Yeah, 
just the way it was done and like it still had elements of everything from the album that came previously and it it ended in a way that if the record just suddenly stopped that's fine i mean story's over good and it, it felt like a proper conclusion yeah but then yeah like we'll, we'll get into the next song in a minute because i still have a couple more things to say but yeah when it goes into the next track it's just like oh are we restarting the album now? <laughs> <laughs> oh there's more okay but yeah on top of that like i do really like the background uh the, the sounds like there's like a lot of like reverberated like kind of percussive hits that you can hear behind the voice i kind of i like little elements like that in music because it adds again more dimension more depth and so it's not just like a flat track like you there's like a lot to pay attention to so i think that's really cool um i really love the quiet portion after the three minute mark it's brief it's like very short but i mean it's well placed in the track i think it fits in nicely Maybe it could have been just a smidge shorter, but that's about it. <laughs> okay, good. Something for me to launch off of. Uh, it is longer than I would have preferred. Um, and the end of the song sounded like a lawn trimmer. <laughs> so I, I got that. Um, I, I We're close to the end anyway. Spoiler, it was not my favorite track. Um, but uh, it was not. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I'm just going to say it's crazy how opposite we tend to go sometimes. <laughs> we'll find out soon enough. We'll find out after Guest House, the final song on the yes. album. Uh, kind of going off of what I said in Ocean Song, Ocean Song would have been the better ender. This one should have come just before it. Yeah. Like, have the chaos of Guest House and then go into Ocean Song. Although, like, Guest House ended in, like, kind of like a weird kind of like dissolving type way yeah but at the same time i just i feel like it, that could have transitioned better into ocean song so what the image that i got and it's not a video game this time oh um counter's not it, going up <laughs> <laughs> um the sounds like the atmospheric sounds along with the pleading let me in just sort of remind me of someone in the rain outside just pleading with someone just let me in and then it just sounds kind of i don't know sort of pleading yet angry and then the guitar i assume it's always guitar just sounds like a chainsaw so it sounds very aggressive yet emotional in the same way Oh, you gave now. Now you gave me a good uh, transition point, as I did for you in the previous one there, because I said the, the visions like again without the lyrics. The visionary I got in my head for this one was: uh, it feels like you're being relentlessly pursued by a psychotic killer, <laughs> because the music yeah. is so frantic. Like just just the vocals alone kind of give you that imagery too. Yeah. Uh, and it's yeah, it's just constantly saying "let me in." I just imagine someone pounding at the door and like you're like hiding in the closet type thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like even just jumping to the end of the song, I it kind of feels like an unresolved movie where the character goes through the entire time and just the entire sort of character arc and story arc and everything, and at the end it doesn't get resolved. There's no settling feeling of okay that character is going to be okay the the film just sort of pans out at the character at the front door where it shows that there's no other buildings around the one building he's trying to get into and the camera's just panning up an overhead shot and then the movie ends and you're just sitting there going 
what happened to him? What what happened? See, the and first thought through my head would be, oh, there's going to be a sequel. There's going to be a <laughs> you won't get what you want too. The you, yeah, you can't you won't get what you wantoning. Yeah, or the electric <laughs> boogaloo the is just the end? Question mark. <laughs> You're like, oh, something's happening. I'm just trying to think of sequel names now for you. you <laughs> God, it's such a long album name. I keep screwing it up. You won't get what you want. Part two, like. Just add ing on the end of the say electric boogaloo. I don't know something. Or just end or add again to the end. You still won't get what you want. There you go. <laughs> exactly. You got to go the I know what you did last night. <laughs> yep. Um. But yeah, I think you kind of touched on this and you said it might be guitars because I said there's an awesome use of like horns and synth in this track. Yeah. And I think it came in later into the track. But yeah, I, I really enjoyed that. It felt like a new element. Although, I mean, we're at the end of the album now. It's like, it would have been nice if this appeared at least once in another song. Or maybe it did. And because there's so many layers, it's hard, It's easy to miss on like a, your first initial listen. Yeah. But I, I like how they use it here. It added a lot of intensity, a lot of anxiety. And just, again, kind of gives that uh, image in my head of like being pursued by a killer. Like yeah. it just, it works really well, like cinematically in your brain. I can definitely agree with that. Because you got that whole pan out thing, let me in, let me in. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I create a lot up here, and it's uh, it's definitely to credit the musicians for creating those images, which is pretty much the goal, right? Which is awesome. Yeah. Like, if you're actually paying attention to an album, you don't want to sit there and listen to it mindlessly. Like, you can do that while you're, like, you're, you're doing your cleaning, you're, like, on a bus ride or whatever. You, you can listen to an album mindlessly. But if you're, like, putting it on for the first time and want to hear it, yeah. and you're not being given some sort of imagery to kind of put in your head and, like, think about how this album makes you feel or what, what it makes you see then it's not doing its job properly. I mean, not that every album has to be that way, but something like this, I'm glad it does because even though it's like nightmarish type thing, but it still works. Like, it's just a horror movie. That's fine. Yeah. I liked it. And it's not an... The album as a whole is not something that I would either seek out or really hear about it in my day-to-day listening. So it was really nice to kind of break away from my norm and even sort of branch off from this into other things that I might like. So this was a nice eye-opening experience. I'm sure down the road, I mean, we're not going to spoil the schedule right now, but some of the albums coming up down the road are definitely not as difficult as this album. Uh, so that'll be at least a little easier to kind of like, you know, digest the entire thing. But I, I think every once in a while, just to uh, throw something in your, uh, throw a wrench in your little tire there, whatever the hell that <laughs> terminology is, I'm going to pick another difficult album. <laughs> Although I think the next one I'd want to choose, you might actually like, I don't know, it's hard to say. Yeah. Especially with the kind of music that you say you like and the, the punkier type vibe of things. So it's hard to say. But anyways, that's future talk. We're yes. done the album now, so we Ooh. have approached the rankings for the songs. Ooh, don't add us, please. Oh, that's going to happen anyways. Oh, oh, oh. This is one of those, like, uh, I would consider it like a cult favorite album. Like, yeah. th- this album has a following. So the fact that we've said anything bad about it is going, <laughs> going to get us hurt. <laughs> but we said in the beginning with the disclaimer, just don't do it. Let's be, let's be very kind about things. Yes. I yes, had to, love us, please. I had to go off camera just to speak very closely into the microphone there. <laughs> but anyways, yes, we have our song rankings. Uh, so 
10 songs on this album. We rate each song at a 10, and that's how we get our album score at the end, which we'll let you know uh, momentarily. But right now, let's start with song number 10, because again, it goes... It's like a worst to best, but we, again, we don't like saying worst, just least favorite to favorite. Yes. So, number 10, I have Long Road, No Turns. I have Ocean Song. No, you don't. <laughs> I, di- I just didn't really like it too much. I really like, d- Yeah. This is one of those songs I actually came back to and like listened to a handful of times. Oh, really? I actually really ended up liking it. It's not that I didn't like Long Road, No Turns, but... Uh, I don't know, just like it, it's it set the pace fine for the album, but it didn't stand out enough to me to want it to be too high on the list. And that's saying a lot considering like I have the same type of opinion of other songs too on this album, but they hit a little different, so I don't know, it just yeah. worked better. Yeah, I don't think I have a much of an explanation for any of them, and I stand by my choices. <laughs> yeah. So, song number nine on my list is The Lord's Song. Again, pretty straightforward with this composition. Um, I do like the aggression in the vocals, that, and I like the zipping guitars, but other than that, it didn't do much else for me, but it still sounds cool the way it is, but it's not at the bottom of my list, so there you go. My number nine is Guest House. Um, I didn't hate it i just didn't like it as much as the ones that are coming before it so damn close my number eight is guest house we almost had one we almost had one. Oh, we have so much time yeah i i, I like guest house for what it is but it's it's placement on the album that probably put it where it is now like again would have felt better as like the ninth track rather than the final track yeah uh but yeah this one tells like a really deranged story and it just sounds really cool the way it does it and i do like the dissolving ending so i i don't know but because of where it is on the album i was already kind of like done with this type of feeling in a way so i guess yeah. that was kind of gets moved down uh my number eight is city song i it wasn't bad i didn't not like it i just could have done without the jarring emotional attack I had at the beginning. So yeah. every time I listen to it, I'm reliving it over and over. And I'm like, I'm just going to listen to this and then just sort of, you know, enjoy what comes after. So that's why I put it at number eight. Enjoying quotations. <laughs> yep. City Song will come up a little later on my list, but for now, number seven is The Flammable Man. Um, again, I really like the way the song was done with its like structuring and just it kind of added a lot to it. Short and sweet, but because it was so short and sweet, like there was nothing else to really grab me about it. So it's that's why it's lower on the list, but I do actually enjoy the song more than the ranking says. And I'll, I'll say this really quick too before you get to your number seven. I ranked this album like three or four times before settling on this one. I, I had my initial rankings. I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I go back to it later and be like, no way, I'm going to change these ones. Go back to it later. No way, I'm going to change yeah. these ones. This one was a really hard one to rank. So like, I think the flammable man might've even been at number four at one point on my list, but I put it down to number seven because I liked certain ones better. Yeah. But yeah, that's where flammable man falls for me. I threw daughter into my seven spot. Um, nothing really stood out to me other than imagining super mario world again um and i just didn't really enjoy the repeated vocals at the end that i did here in tracks previous it was just sort of a 
a repeat to me and it just sort of kind of tired me out a little that's understandable too at least it's not too deep into the album where like you might feel that way and then just like you kind of lose interest in the album i guess if you already feel that way about it yeah so it's just like at like a mid-range point so that way it's like it's maybe a little easier to get through and like okay here's the next track yeah oh it definitely redeemed itself after that one yeah uh so number six i actually have city song there uh so again the reason they hate me was like the first song and i think like satan in the weight or less sex it was either or that was like the first two tracks are heard on the album but when i finally sat down to listen to this whole record and listen to city song i i don't know how to explain how i felt about it but i knew i really liked it mm-hmm. like I, I there was something just about how menacing and distorted and just evil it sounded that i was just like this is this is good i like this this is a this sets the tone for how you're supposed to feel in the album and i think i told you before we started recording this album wasn't meant to be a comfortable listen like nothing about it is comfortable so i mean the fact that it sets that tone early with just this absolutely pounding distorted like double kick bass drum like like it it works really well but yeah because there's not much else to the song other than that and it's probably uh Alexis's most lethargic performance, which is not a bad thing, but just like he is at his most like just I don't know, like down droopy. I don't really know how to describe it, but yeah, it's his like yeah. quieter song and this very aggressive thing. But yeah, city song, good uh, good song, not the greatest. Number six on my list. The Lord song, number six for me. I enjoy how the vocals sound desperately eager, very I don't know. I, I feel the need to help the the narrator. You know, it's I, there's just something inside me that is like you need to help them. They're in distress, but it's it's that unsettling feeling of hearing someone in distress and not being able to help them. Yeah. But in some way, is okay. It's that feeling is okay. I was okay with it, and I actually wanted the song to be longer, even though. <laughs> it kind of felt like the structure was sort of simple. There wasn't much fluctuation. I could have listened to that in the background of doing something for like 20 more minutes. He would have even known the difference. Exactly. It would have been fine. All right. We are now halfway up the list. Top five here. So at my number five, I actually have less sex. Um, So here's the thing. Oh my God. Do we agree agree (laughs) on it? Did you do it? We do. Oh my God. We got one. We agree. So this is what I'll say about it, and then we can celebrate later about how we actually agreed on something. <laughs> so I this isn't necessarily a spoiler alert going forward for like any other bands, but chances are more often than not, songs I I consider to be like like a fresh breath of fresh air type thing, or just at least a settling point, likely won't reach the top of my list. Yeah. But it still is does very well for what it is. I like the way it's structured. That bass groove through the verses is fantastic. And just like, yeah, I like how you can calm down with this one. And even when it gets noisy, it's still not like out of control. You can still just relax for a minute. Yeah. So I don't know. This song did enough to peak the top five. So that's why I like it. I want to see this song in the aforementioned image that I see of a gang walking down an alleyway, snapping their fingers, intimidating people. I would love to see that superimposed over a scene like that. Is this going to be the the 2021 version of like West Side Story? 
<laughs> Never seen it, but I'm gonna go ahead and say yes. Well, that, that's the, the the infamous scene where like they're they're literally like going down the alleyway like slowly. Okay, then yes, that is exactly. And what they're I like see. they have a dance off with each other. That's their gang war. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this would be the the brand new darker version of the West Side Story. Yes, and then someone gets stabbed at the end. <laughs> it, would, it would have to because then it goes into like other songs where it gets a little more chaotic we gotta deal with it now <laughs> alright so number four on my list let's see if we do this again Satan in the Wait oh my god we're getting better me? we are getting better I even have it written down so there's written proof Satan in the Wait is such a remarkably cool song. Uh, just again, the, the evil wailing guitars, that that constantly sliding bass that I, I can only imagine ends up burning your fingers when you're sliding on down the string for too long. Like I have a bass behind me, and like I've done something like that before, and like, yeah, the string heats up very quickly. So I mean, like, I can only imagine how uncomfortable that must be. But man, if that song isn't super cool. But as I said, like maybe if it was a little shorter. If they had changed the ending a little bit, it would have been better. But other than that, it finds number four on my list. For that song, which just for posterity's sake, I chose the same one. Uh, the floor toms, they just add this grandiose feeling that I love. It makes me feel cold. It makes me feel unsettled, like I'm walking down the street at 2 a.m. in October. And I love it. I love it. I always took the bass drums as like the, the toms is like a really intense heartbeat while you're walking like a dark cavern or something like that. Yeah. Like you're walking into hell type thing. Cause like with the name Satan in the weight, like it sounds like you're, you're approaching like the final layer of hell type thing. And like just this loud Tom is supposed to be like this pounding heartbeat. Yeah. I like but, it. Yeah. Me it too. makes me feel the feels. Okay, so we didn't agree on this one because this was your uh, number 10. My number three is Ocean Song. Mm. So I, I liked what this one did. Uh, I, this is one of those ones I went back to and listened to a lot, uh, besides the number one song on my list. Um, yeah, like just the way this one was structured was just really good. That, the, the, that cool bass and drum, as I said, throughout the song, the noisy guitar that kind of gave it a nice touch. Although this should have been the ending track. If this was the ending track, it probably would have been like a really t hard toss up for number one. But because of where it is, unfortunately, I bumped it down by two. But that yeah. doesn't mean that I don't absolutely adore this song. I really like this one. So just before I let you know what my number three is, what was your number 10 again? My number 10, well, I was looking at your list. My number 10 was Long Road No Turns. Okay, so we are completely opposite for those because my number three is Long Road No Turns. Alrighty then. Um, I don't really have much of a reason other than I was skipping the first song to get to this one and listen to it <laughs> and just continuing on. There's just something about it. The I like the the spoken vocals because that's not something that I listen to often. So going through the first song, going through City Song to get to Long Road No Turns and it's just the eager talking it's it really caught my attention and really stuck with me and i liked it a lot so because of where city song falls on your list which i'm looking i think that's number eight yes um, it must have been very tedious for you then uh, at the end of that song how alexis is like saying one line at a time but there's like a seven second split between each of the three or four lines he says you're just like are you done yeah oh yeah and i thought he was gonna bleed into the next song which it doesn't it ends then the next song starts and i'm like 
what is happening? Yeah, isn't I think the last line is like the water is still, and then boom, just kicks in. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how that happens, but I don't know. I, I kind of like the way that happens, but hey, whatever. It's their own creative choice. So number two again, we did not uh, match on this one. It's daughter. Um, Daughter was just a really fun track to sit through. I really liked it. Uh, I love how it gave me those Mike Patton vibes in the beginning. Like, anything Mike Patton, you can't go wrong. But apparently wrong enough that it's not number one on my list. But, I mean, God, it's it's just such a good track to sit there and be like, yeah, I can can get into (laughs) this. And, I mean, like, again, like, there was, like, a lot of good use of, like, atmosphere and stuff like that towards the end of the track. And, like, I love how it slows down. Not slows down at the end, but it calms down. And then, as I said in parentheses, I love that fucking bass tone. (laughs) Like, uh, things like that, little things like that charm me so much that it will boost songs on list for me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My number two is The Flammable Man. Oh, my God. We're going to have a matching number one. We do. We definitely do. Before we get to that, why do you like Flammable Man? Um, I just, I felt that I sort of related or kind of, I vibed with it very well from the very beginning. As soon as I heard it start, I was like, I can get into this. And regardless of how much they lost me in the beginning or in the middle, rather, they got me at the end and now they kind of. They, they got their claws in me at the beginning, so I like it. And that's the thing. Even if you don't like the middle too much, like, it is such a short song that it's not going to take long for it to come back and grab you again. Yeah. Assuming that the song would change back to what it was or, like, something similar. But in this case, it was, so that's why it's like you just have to deal with this briefly and here it comes again type thing. Yeah. I like but it. now... We have, we are actually three for ten. This is our, this is already a record for the show because last wild. episode we were zero for ten. <laughs> uh, no, zero for eleven. This time we're three for ten. The reason they hate me. The song, like I already spoiled it. The song that got me into this album in the first place, got me into Daughters in the first place. I still have to like listen to some of their older stuff, but yeah. this song, when I heard it, I knew this was like one of those treasures that just needed to be listened to over and over again. Uh, I, as as I said, I love the choppy frantic guitars in the chorus and like it's just a slower version of that in the the verses again quote unquote poppiest song on the album it's it's just the easiest to grab on to it's the catchiest one there is so i mean i i don't see how this one couldn't have been number one especially because so many times in this song alexis shouts something we i think we all need to shout at one point to our bosses don't tell me how to do my job yep <laughs> I, I I very much enjoyed that. My first three notes verbatim were yes, period. So far, I like this one the most, period. <laughs> and I would have listened to that for 10 more minutes, period. That's my reason. I liked it a lot. Because the thing is, like, this is one of those songs that kind of uses repetition a lot, too, because, like, a lot of it is just, like, verse, chorus, verse, chorus, verse, chorus type thing. So it's like A, B, A, B, A, B. But there's something about, because it sounds so cool in the way it's presented, you don't even think about it. Like, you wouldn't even care if the verse and chorus came back, like, one more time at the end of the song. So, like, it's just, like, that extension. Because you're just like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. Like, you're just going through it, flowing, like, this this is it. This is the song. And then it ends, and you're like, wait, what? (laughs) What? What's going on? What do you mean I have to hit rewind? 
hey kids, do you know what rewind is? That's an old term at this point. <laughs> I was just I was just gonna say that. My my grandparents actually had a uh, VHS re- all it was was a rewinder. Oh yeah. Like, I didn't have one waste. of those, but I definitely knew what they were. I yeah. just we had a VCR that had a super rewind option on it, so it would go really fast. <laughs> oh how technology has changed. Okay, pop quiz kids, what's a VCR? <laughs> What does a VCR stand for? I need your answer in full in the comments. Oh god. Only oh, if oh. only if you're under 25 years old though. And and that ends the patronizing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we got to pick on the audience every once in a while. Make sure you're still listening. Cuz that way if we get hateful comments at this particular portion, that means people have listened all the way through. And we have we have done our job well. You've listened all the way through to finally hear the album raking itself. We're going to yes. rate the record. So again, Savannah and I have talked about it, but now I'm going to share the screen so we can see the tier list itself. Yes. So here we are at the album ranking screen. This is what we're going to use pretty much all the time. Uh, as you can see, Pearl Jam's 10 sits safely in the A tier. I believe uh, the total for that one was 74.1%. As noted last week, that was like the grand total. So this week we are, of course, ranking, if I can drag it into the screen here, because I'm using Photoshop. There we go. There's the little baby boy, the scary <laughs> album cover. Baby you won't get what you want. It's like to me. What's that? I said little baby monkey is what it looks like to me. I just think it looks like a weird smoky ghost baby. <laughs> I don't know. I, this album cover is very unsettling, but I really like it because of that. Yeah. I'm going to have to look into the artist's other stuff too. But yes, today we are going to rank this one now. We've talked about the songs. We've discussed the album itself. So now we have to decide where we put it. So I have this album ranked at 73%. So that for me puts it in the A tier. I have 69.5, which is a B plus 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 plus. Just short of an A minus. Yep. But because of the way we do things right now, it, we very well might change how we rank albums going down the road. Um, with that math right there, it's already been predetermined because I said we already talk about this. That puts it at 71.25%. Therefore, we have another A tier album. And it's actually behind, it would be behind Pearl Jam because that was 74. Yep. So, boom, there you go. Let me get that little box off of there. Yes, apply transformation. <laughs> Again, I'm using Photoshop for now. But yes, we now have two albums in the A tier. Uh, this is going to create a lot of fear if like nothing but A tier albums keep coming up on the show one after the other. <laughs> oh, that's okay. The next one, oh, it's D. It's going to be a D. It's done. That's it. Well, you mean the one that you chose that you really like? It's going to be a D tier? Are you certain about that? Well, maybe, now you've spoiled it. So. <laughs> maybe I'm going to have to like purposely give it low ratings just so we can have like a <laughs> C tier go on. Like yours will be like up to A and S and mine's like, ah, it's like 20%. <laughs> Well, that's why you'll just start hearing my notebook slamming. I'm shutting my laptop. I'm done. I'm done. I'm out of here. And then I'll have to like entertain the people until you come back <laughs> into the chat. <laughs> so there you have it. I keep looking up here because if you notice, if you watched episode one last week, I had my webcam up here, but I have a new desk extension. So I had to change my webcam. It's here now. So I keep looking up here as if my camera is there. <laughs> I got to get used to it. It's like right here, right now. That, this might even change next week. But there you have it anyway. Uh, that is, you won't get you want, but... You won't get what you want by daughters. That's these long titles. I swear. To God. Why can't they all just be ten? <laughs> <laughs> it is an A tier album, yes. according to us, anyways. Although Savannah said it was B B B plus 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 plus. Yes. Mine is like 
pretty much in the A minus tier, I would guess. But hey, that means it's still a pretty good album to listen to. Uh, check it out. Uh, just remember, it's not the most digestible album out there. So just if you're having a really nice day and just having a nice quiet day, maybe don't put this one on just yet. But hey, check it out when you can, though. It's pretty great. Yep. I, like I said at the beginning, never heard of them, never heard of this album, but this is something that I would probably revisit. That sounds fair. All right. So that's episode two for the week. Uh, episode three next week. It's going to be interesting. Very different from this album, obviously. Do you want to give any hints since it's the album that you chose? Um, I'm not too sure what hints other than... Hmm. They are very accomplished musicians they went to the berkeley school of music and they have replaced they have had multiple keyboardists multiple singers and multiple drummers that sounds like a lot of bands actually besides the berkeley school of music thing that sounds like it could be a lot of bands yeah but don't worry uh, if you really want to know who it's going to be obviously you can tune next week or even on Fridays on our social medias of course on Instagram that's uh, Rate the Record Podcast same with Facebook uh, we, we do our spoiler posts to show you what's going to come up on Monday so keep an eye out for that yes. and also we're on Twitter as well we don't we're probably going to have to do more on Twitter but it's at Rate the Record no podcast that time just Rate the Record uh, so you can also follow us there too uh, we'll try to post more on there we're, we're still figuring out the social media thing for now and if you see the spoiler on Friday and want to listen to the album over the weekend with, and you know create a discussion on Monday we definitely encourage you to do so we want to hear what you think exactly like the, the sooner you can get uh, more acquainted with the album the better so that way we can have these discussions but not yell at each other yeah Yes, yes. But yeah, any other questions or comments, you can always just send it to our Gmail as well. Our email account, rate the record at gmail.com. And also, once again, don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, yes. You made it this far, so you might as well hit the like button. And if you like the episode enough and want to hear more of us just talking about music for no reason at all, yes, you can hit the subscribe button. And guess what? We'll hang out every single week. Heck yes. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, this was a great episode, and I can't wait to for next week because it's my first listen through of this album coming up so uh it's gonna be interesting that you'll hear my opinions as i got to hear yours for the first time of you listening to daughters yes i'm I'm pretty excited um i promise not to fight you but uh yeah i'm really looking forward to it it's gonna be a lot of fun so thank you so much for tuning in uh we'll hang out again next week until then yes take care everybody bye-bye